I think uh, everybody is safe to say, Stu, that everybody in the country is thinking about one scandal. And that is the Sally Hemings Thomas Jefferson scandal, uh, <laughs> which we which we cover briefly in today's uh, in today's podcast. But we really focus on the scandal that we think everyone should talk about, and that is the Hunter Biden scandal. Holy cow! Is that bad? Yeah, uh, we go through some of the evidence. It's a big one, and no one in the media is talking about it. So we are left to do all of their work for them, and we'll do that uh, today. Uh, go into detail on that. We do actually get into the Sally Hemings controversy because I don't know how we got there, honestly. Uh, but we got there, and we'll go through some of that with Thomas Jefferson. Was he the most evil person on the planet or not? We'll uh, have to try to solve that one for you today as well. Also, the amazing PSA uh, from New York City on... It starts with, okay, the big one is hit. We've been hit by a nuclear weapon. Uh, don't ask me how, don't ask me why, but here's what to do. I have a few questions that include how and why. We'll play that for you. And as Stu was saying, don't forget to subscribe and rate us. Leave a comment. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. Stu, um, what can't Hunter Biden do? And get away with. I mean, we have him. Can we play the uh, play the video of him? You know, weighing the crack. No, it's him. That's a hooker and him. Two point. And he's showing a scale. Zero seven. Without the bag. So how long is two point zero? This this okay. This could be part of the problem here, uh, Glenn. He's thinking he's doing two point zero seven, and it says twenty point seven. That could be the the maybe the genesis of all of his issues over the past few years. <laughs> he's doing ten times the amount he thinks he is. It's, I mean, honestly, what can he get away with? We haven't found a dead body, but I'd like to I'd like to preface that with yet. We haven't found one no. yet. Certainly we can't. No we, one believes all these hookers are alive. I mean, there's just no way all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I mean, just statistically, some of them have to be gone. This is incredible that the mainstream media still is not reporting on this. Imagine being just an honest American and you have no idea that, about any of this because you watch uh, mainstream media. So you don't know about this. You think it's still a hoax, you know, a Russian trick. You haven't seen the videos. I mean, I've seen some of the stuff. It's sickening. He is, it's sick what's going on. And his dad absolutely knows. His dad is involved. His dad sent him $20,000 so he could pay for Russian hookers. I mean, I don't remember what they said about about Donald Trump. Oh, he was in bed in Russia with hookers. <laughs> Hunter Biden. That's Hunter Biden. Yeah, there's one where he seemingly sent him a bunch of money to, quote unquote, pay for rehab that then, you know, of course, Hunter didn't go to. 
and then wound up spending it on drugs and hookers and and, and the like. So it does. Yeah, seem- that's a different. That's a different twenty or fifty grand. <laughs> <laughs> this one. Do you have the? He just pays one of these Russian hookers ten thousand dollars, and here's a video from his iCloud account. Here's a video of him going downstairs after apparently they just had sex and she's on the phone with someone and not talking to Hunter. Watch this. You don't have that one yet? Uh, okay, well, she, he comes down and he says, uh, did I hurt you? Did I, did I hurt you in any way? Have I ever hurt you? Or is there any bruises? Are there any bruises on you? It is... It, it is blackmail worthy. Yeah. I mean, if I, it's a look, I it, can't believe it. It's funny because we keep we've oftentimes made the point that this is not just a Hunter Biden story. There's there's evidence of potential ties to corruption directly to the president of the potential? United States. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's not proven yet. Obviously, no one's even looked into it seemingly outside of just looked, talking about it. But I mean, like things like the 10 percent to the big guy all the way back to the election and several other things that have gone on through here. We talked about the 950,000 barrels of oil that went to a company tied to Hunter Biden. Now, we don't there hasn't been a trial. We haven't gone through all of the evidence yet, but like massive indications that this stuff should be covered by the media. But we should point out that even if it didn't have any of that, the son of the president of the United States running around with videos of himself doing all sorts of bizarre things with hookers and crack on camera is a big story by itself. If that were all that it was, it would still be a massive story. I remember hearing about Jenna Bush going out drinking. <laughs> she, she may have stood up on a bar. Oh, wow. Yeah, my goodness. That. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we heard about Look every time. Look how out of control the Bush family is. Yeah, exactly. I remember, I mean, we go back to Billy Carter. You go back to Roger Clinton. You go back to uh, brothers and family members. There, It's always a story. This is by far the craziest story I've ever seen in my lifetime of a relative of the president, what we're seeing here. And it's constant. Wait, wait, wait. Let's let's put this into perspective. Billy Carter, Jimmy Carter's brother, got into trouble because he started selling Billy's beer. Yeah. And Billy's beer was seen as him profiting off of the presidency. That's nothing (laughs) compared to Selling uh, a million barrels of strategic petroleum (laughs) from our reserve through his son's company to China. I mean, I don't know. I think there's a problem here. Yeah, I'd say it rises above that. And like, even if you want to say that it's not a big story, it's just Hunter Biden's and his personal life or whatever. I think it's a total crock right like this is absolutely crazy but let me give you a a reason why we should be talking about this uh at the bigger media level with lots of resources going into what happened here because could this just be some guy on the right who doesn't like the bidens who's hacking them yeah absolutely could be right like could be could it be some person who's just bored could it be someone who thinks they can get a ransom for this could it be someone just some hacker group that's out there all these things are totally possible as to how this iCloud account was hacked 
But let me give you another possible scenario here. We've given $60 billion to Ukraine yes. to launch missiles yes. at Russian soldiers all over the place, some of which have landed uh, reportedly inside of Russian territory. We have an opponent who has said, uh, out- outwardly, the next world war starts with ones and zeros. He has threatened to use cyber attacks, and we know they have used cyber attacks against us. It is incredibly plausible that this is a piece of retaliation by the Russian government or approved by the Russian government. It's not proven. We don't know. But it's certainly a plausible outcome when we've sent $60 billion in missiles to Ukraine to fire at Russian soldiers. So, like... Is what, that not even does that not even rise to the level of the interest of the New York Times or the or uh, no, it doesn't. the Washington it doesn't. Post? How can we not be looking and into this? Know, because the problem is it, you can't dismiss this. It, I mean, it could very well be that the iCloud was hacked and and given to Russian operatives. Could be, could might be not be, mm-hmm. but could be. Um, but you can't dismiss this as Russia propaganda no. because it's real. It's real. That's the problem. It's real. But like we think the, you know, the the hack of Hillary Clinton, uh, it was Podesta's emails back in the 2016 campaign. Uh, you know, the, the reporting on that indicates that Russians had something to do with that. But it was real. Like that wasn't made up stuff. It was real. These were real emails that we we all were became aware of. And that's could be the situation here. It's not to say that, uh, look, that's still you'd still cover the content of them. But, like, it could be a major... We could have seen a retaliation into a war we just got drawn into. And all all of the major publications have completely avoided the story, as if it's not worth covering at all. And so there's a million reasons why they should be doing this. If it's just a hacker group, if it's just somebody trying to land a few bitcoins or whatever, it could just be that. Who knows? But, like, that's an answer we should have. We should be at least chasing after it, and nobody in the media seems to even you know, bother to put in a few minutes of effort to figure it out. Let me just show you some of the things that we have. First of all, show the uh, Peter, uh, Pedo Peter text. Hmm. Um, this goes off. Uh, he texted someone named Pedo Peter with a message that says, I love you, Pop. Um Okay, there's a screenshot of it. Uh, it's a it's a message between him, his dad. I think his sister is involved in this, and his name on his side is Pedo Peter. Peter is um, the name. I can't remember the last part. All I can think of is Henderson. Um, Peter is a guy uh, from spy novels that was a KGB operative. And that's apparently the name that Joe Biden uses with his family. Can you imagine Donald Trump even just doing that, which is nothing? That's no big deal. That's a code name for the family. But can you imagine if Donald Trump would have used a a fictional character's name that was a KGB operative? (laughs) That would would be enough. There would be books written just about that. Right. So now why does... Why does his son call him Pedo Peter? If anyone in my family would call me a pedo, pedophile, uh, I would be out of my mind crazy. Why does his son 
think that it's appropriate to call his dad Pedo Peter. Then, let me show you this one. Here's an exchange on what ethnicity and type of woman he prefers. He's negotiating for hookers. He says, girls who are like uh, I am, distrusting and highly, highly wary of evil. Wow. Uh, you don't know what evil is, dude. Uh, and he goes on to describe the kind of women that he, uh, likes. Um, uh, he eventually, she says, I won't get you Asian women. And he says, <laughs> no what? yellow, <laughs> no yellow. Wow. That's totally okay. Uh, that's not a cancellation moment at all. Uh, <laughs> oh, no problem. No problem. Everybody, uh, you know, and Glenn, like, there's a you know this you've talked about this not the exact thing that hunter biden has gone through but we all know you know inside of every guy there is a a path a series of incredibly bad decisions all made consecutively that you could theoretically there's a dark part of people who could get yourselves into a room with hookers and cocaine it's a sad thing to admit we all try to avoid it most of us are capable of doing such things but there is a path <laughs> right like you could understand all, all these things like you understand that people go to the party things get out of control i don't know i i never had that issue thankfully but you know there's a path for a lot of guys to get there what i don't understand is all the filming why are you filming yourself naked all the time i don't understand turn the camera off do something where a lens is not pointed at your genitals that's all i'm asking spend five minutes without your iPhone in between your legs pointed at your face and some other stuff in between. Now, it's not natural. Th think, think of, think of how much we have seen from, you know, the sex tapes from, you know, Paris Hilton. Right. Okay. Okay. Kardashian. We've seen the sex tape. Okay. You kind of understand in some ways, why a guy might sure. take a video with the Kardashian. Sure. Okay. Sure. Not this one. Because no. it's focused on him. It's on him. What? Is there what is the deal? And why, 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 why are you taping you weighing crack with a hooker? Bad idea. Why are you videotaping you weighing crack? I think I might have an answer for that. Mm. We'll tell you in 60 seconds. Stand by. <laughs> Oh, remember the good old timey days when people would go to jail for weighing crack? Uh, <laughs> those are the days where when grandma would bake a pie and then set it on the windowsill to cool. And uh, nobody in the family uh, called her a C word, which is another thing from the. Mm. <clears throat> but that's what he calls uh, Jill. The, the, the first lady. And you should be calling her, by uh, anyway. the way, Dr. C-Word. Can we give her the respect that she deserves? <laughs> <laughs> Is she a gynecologist? <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> I'm just thinking, paging doc, never mind. Uh, it, it is... <laughs> 
This is the best of the Glenn Beck Program. And don't forget, rate us on iTunes. Here's why this is so important. Why did China get the strategic oil from us? You don't think that would have come out? Was there any kind of blackmail? Do they have anything that they could release on the president? We don't know. But I want to show you another piece of released video now from Hunter Biden's laptop and in the iCloud. This is Hunter Biden coming downstairs, I think in Ukraine, where he's just paid $10,000 to this Russian hooker. And they had sex. And listen to what he says. This is not an honest question. This is I want it on record. Watch. Listen. Sweetheart. Hey. Talking to the hooker. Hey. Are you okay? Everything fine? Are you hurt in any way? Okay. Any, any way are you hurt? Hey. Is anything hurt on you? Anything? I was literally saying, up. I'm sorry that it took so long to give you $10,000. Do you have any bruise? Anything? Is any, have I ever touched you in a bad way? Ever? Have I asked you every time if I could touch you? Every time? Sweetheart, look at me. You cannot talk to me that way and say things like that. Because I'm more respectful than anyone you've ever met. Are you okay? What? What? What was it that she said to him upstairs? This is a, I want it on videotape, you were fine. This is to prevent blackmail. This is so incredibly dangerous. Wake up, American press. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. I decided about three, four months ago that you needed to see what I see Um, every day. I and my entire team, the research team, compile stories that we think are important to share with you. Um, and every day I sit down four o'clock in the morning and I'm going through these now and I'm I'm deciding which one makes it and which one doesn't. And they're so important. I, I left probably 30 stories on the plate today uh, and. I I just really been thinking the last few months, you need to see all of this stuff. So I went to the staff and I said, can we just give my morning briefing? Can we just make that the newsletter? Um, And uh, I think it's really, really important. I've been sending them to my family um, for about six months myself because I felt that they needed to see everything. Uh, that I am seeing and uh, what I think are things that are concerning or my staff thinks are concerning. Now, these stories, some of them will be raw and unverified. Like today, we have all kinds of Hunter Biden stuff in it. Um, But 
some of it, you know, we don't have the official verification on the Hunter Biden stuff. It looks pretty credible. But you should know that, that you're you're reading uh, something that is is meant for my eyes in the morning. And uh, and I just need you to keep up and I want you to have the warnings and feel the urgency that I feel. Sometimes I, I don't adequately express it or I express something and you're thinking, but that story is not that big of a deal, Glenn. No, it's because of all the other stuff that I also know are, are going on. Stay on top of what is happening in the same way that I do with my morning brief newsletter. It is a comprehensive list of stories that matter assembled by my team emailed to me about three o'clock in the morning it's the first thing i do uh is open it and read all of the stories and then decide which one makes it and which one doesn't all of the stories are important uh and now you can get them every monday through friday you can sign up it's free just sign up at glenbeck.com glenbeck.com enter your email you can unsubscribe at any time if you don't find any value in it but i I have a feeling that you um, you will. Uh, you're going to see a story in there today. I haven't even had a chance to get to it. Uh, the World Economic Forum, gas prices have to go higher to save democracy. So they just released a paper on Monday that uh, links climate change and the decline of democracy uh, into uh, fossil fuels. And it says fighting for the former can save the latter as long as consumers stop burning coal, oil, and gas in exchange for green renewables. So they talk about how leading democracies have to strengthen their economies to safeguard liberty. And that's what they're doing. You know, we, we, ha- we can't ignore the process uh, and the progress we've made for a low-carbon economy. It will put democracies in even uh, greater economic peril, not less, if we don't charge more uh, for gas. Now, they again go and blame uh, Russia uh, because it brought renewed focus on the economic weakness. What they're making their case here is that that um, all economies are going to be weak unless they take this draconian movement today to get out of fossil fuels. So when Joe Biden says, you know, there's going to be a lot of pain, there's going to be a lot of pain, but this is important that we do these things. He means a lot of pain. Uh, In fact, they're saying now, let me give you the last couple of lines of this. Uh, The paper concludes that delaying the clean energy transition, leading democracies are making their economies more vulnerable through continued reliance on fossil fuels. It's not only good for the climate, but also critical for protecting democracy. They have countries have to force. uh, The underpricing of fossil fuels to end. So. What they're saying is that you were paying too little for fossil fuels. No, I was paying the market price. That's what it costs to make them. That's the market price. But they don't believe in the free market. This is what's changing. This is what ESG is all about. 
So they're saying not only do we have to shut things down, which will make the price go up, but we need to tax because it is, again, underpriced fossil fuels. No, it wasn't underpriced. It is the price to make it. You just don't like it. Also in the newsletter, school counselors, the highest level of anxiety and depression on record with our kids. What a surprise. Uh, and just for fun, I don't know which one of my, uh, which one of my uh, uh, producers thought we should see the Kim Kardashian lookalike that spent $600,000 to look like Kim Kardashian. You will not believe what this person did to themselves. And now is paying $120,000 to detransition from looking like Kim Kardashian. She looks just like Kim Kardashian. And she realized now people don't respect me. They just, they respect me because I look like Kim Kardashian and I'm lost. Wow. Give me a hundred bucks and I could have told you that. Also, there's one more thing that will be coming out tomorrow, and that is the Badge of Merit nominees. Tomorrow, I'm going to nominate. I, I'm not nominating. The audience has nominated a few people. We've selected three. Um, a Vietnam veteran who is doing just remarkable things. Um, a Army National Guard um, who's, uh, uh, who died in Afghanistan and whose wife has picked up an extraordinary mantle and the good neighbor. Uh, I'm going to go through all of these tomorrow, but tomorrow in the newsletter, I'm going to ask you also to vote on who you think it should be. Uh, this is something that we're starting. I, I want to give people the badge of merit that is that comes from George Washington. It's the original Purple Heart. Um, the Purple Heart in George Washington's time was not given for being wounded. It was given for doing something of merit, something that would find favor in the eyes of God, something that would set us apart because they knew we couldn't win if, if we weren't on God's side. And if we were on God's side, if we were doing the things we were supposed to do, according to him, he would then bless us. And I think too many people think that that's nonsense now. Uh, I, I talk to Christians all the time, and uh, and they say, what are we going to do? I say, well, you know, we, we really need to square ourselves with God. We need to repent. We need to humble ourselves, or he will humble us. Um, and we need to start just being good people and doing the right thing. Look how far into evil we are right now. When Hunter Biden can be seen by the American people, Doing, doing the things that he's doing on videotape, and there isn't a moral outcry from this populace, we're lost. We're lost. There's a story in the newsletter today. Let me see if I can find this. This one didn't make the show, but now I'm talking about it. Uh, Twitter, let's see, Orgaman, couple, trans, uh, okay, I, I, I don't know where it is. Um, but you can find it in today's newsletter. There are liberal churches now that are saying uh, that good is evil and evil is good. They're saying now that God agrees with abortion. 
and that anyone who is not of that faith is doing the work of the devil. If this isn't if this isn't exactly what the scriptures say is going to happen in those days, I don't know of a clearer case of good being evil and evil being good. Hunter Biden is on one of the videotapes. He is um, negotiating for hookers and they're asking him, what kind do you want? And, uh, you know, they're he's he's they're talking about race and it's it's sick. It's sick. And he says, the most important thing for me is to have somebody that understands uh, evil and stays away from evil like I do. You're saying that to a pimp as you're negotiating for your hooker. So I want to do everything I can to encourage people of merit. And you don't have to, you know, I want you to nominate people um, and uh, let me know of somebody. And it doesn't have to be a big deal. They didn't have to start something huge. It, 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 what really matters are the things that no one sees. What really matters are the single acts of kindness, especially when you don't have to be kind. I'm looking for people that deserve a George Washington badge of merit. I'll give you the first three nominees tomorrow in the newsletter, and then you vote. I'll, I'll introduce you to them uh, on radio. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck Program. I saw this yesterday. One of the researchers brought it to my attention, and I was like, huh, I've got lots of questions. Let me play this public service announcement from the uh, uh, from the the state of New York. Listen, so there's been a nuclear attack. Don't ask me how or why. Just know that the big one has hit. Okay, so what do we do? There are three important steps that I want you to remember. Step one, get inside fast. You, your friends, your family, get inside. And no, staying in the car is not an option. You need to get into a building and move away from the windows. Step two, stay inside. Shut all doors and windows. Have a basement? Head there. If you don't have one, get as far into the middle of the building as possible. If you were outside after the blast, get clean immediately. Remove and bag all outer clothing to keep radioactive dust or ash away from your body. Step three, stay tuned. Follow media for more information. Don't forget to sign up for Notify NYC for official alerts and updates. And don't go outside until officials say it's safe. All right, you've got this. So it's like COVID. <laughs> I don't think I do have this. I, I don't. I, I don't think I have this. Uh, that's from New York City Emergency Management. Now, why on God's green earth are they coming out with this? Well, the response was 
Well, we're not saying that it's going to happen. We just want people to be prepared for anything. My response to that is, when do you release the PSA for the bubonic plague? (laughs) I mean, if you're just making us prepared for anything, how about uh, what happens when somebody on a ship starts to launch Buicks onto the streets of New York with a catapult? I mean... We haven't thought of a nuclear strike in how long? What do they know that we don't know? Well, if anything, first of all, they have been treating us like we're in the middle of the bubonic plague for the past two and a half years. So I don't think they need any updates on that particular one. But, uh, you know, I mean, look, what we mentioned earlier, we are on the verge of war. Is that the right way to put it with with Russia? Certainly Russia consider us considers us at the very least to be at the on the verge of war. Yeah. And that used to yeah. be something we were concerned about. I mean when when we were at war with the Soviet Union, that's when we had the duck and cover uh you know vibe going on for everybody. So I'm not surprised. I, I honestly like it's probably something we should think about a little bit more. Uh, I would agree with you. Um and not just because of uh uh Russia, but because there's yeah. uh, several uh, people that would work together to make that happen. So I was thinking about this yesterday with Vladimir Putin. I mean, he grew up in the Cold War where it was mutually assured destruction, mad. And that was the theory that kept us all alive. Nobody would launch a missile because they knew that there would be a retaliatory strike and uh, nobody would nobody would survive. Okay, Um, because if we if they launched a missile, then we launch a missile. And if they see that missile coming back, then they would launch all their missiles. And then we would launch all of our missiles and everybody would be dead. Okay, he lived through this. He's been the one talking about a nuclear option. Um, Does he think that. Does he think that this administration, because I don't know. Just wouldn't launch if they launched a missile at New York and said, stay out of our backyard. Would we just take it Would this administration launch against Russia or not? I mean, it's a very dangerous game, but I'm not convinced that this administration would do that. Mm, I think there's definitely an argument here to be made for that point. I think maybe if it hit New York, maybe we would be more likely to do it. But couldn't you see? Yeah, you know they, they 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 fire a nuclear missile that lands in the middle of you know some uninhabited place in Kansas uh, or something where okay you know like maybe it does some damage but it's not wiping out a city of you know eleven million people would we do any what would we do to back off I don't we, think we'd do anything yeah certainly the last few times we've been challenged not to that level but to to some level we've basically backed off. We've just folded. I mean, look what we did in Afghanistan. You know, <laughs> just basically folded up shop and, and left. So I don't Do know. You see what we're now saying? Other countries are financing the rebels to go against uh, the uh, Taliban. And we came out with this moral indignation and said, we're not doing that. And we don't think any country should do that. That's just wrong. Leave the Taliban alone. What? Mm. Yeah, it's bizarre. And, 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 you know, I think a lot of people look at the Russia stuff with Ukraine and, and there's a lot to be critical of there. We've been critical of a lot of it. And I think a lot of people look at it and say, OK, 
in our audience, you know, they're always hyping the Russia stuff. They're always saying how bad Russia is. And, you know, they're lying all the time in the media about it. And a lot of times they are lying in the media about it. But like there's real, I think, real reason to be concerned about this for in two different ways. Let's say you're a Biden fan, right? You are a a liberal. You love Joe Biden. I think 0.03% of the population is still in this category. So we want to make sure we address them. And like the only thing standing in between us and World War III is Vladimir Putin's restraint, right? That's it. At any point, Vladimir Putin could say, you know what? I think you sending that missile over to Ukraine is enough for me to cross the line. And he could decide to start World War III just on his own basis. For the other, and he has said that. Yeah, he has said that any missile that came from the United States, if it lands in Russian territory, we will pay a heavy price. Mm-hmm. And if I remember right, it 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 gave me at least the feeling we were talking about a strike mm-hmm. on us. Certainly, it seems like a major escalation, and who and any major escalation would theoretically cause a response that could easily go out of control. And we're in the middle of World War Three, maybe nuclear missiles flying over polar ice caps, right? Like that is, uh, it's not a crazy idea. If you happen to be someone who is skeptical of Joe Biden and his presidency and his ability, his cognitive abilities, any of those things, you not only have the idea that Vladimir Putin, look, I mean, for even if you don't think he's the, you know, the devil that the media constantly portrays him as, which I think he's done much to deserve. But still, if you don't even believe that, he's still not exactly a stable character. You have that. But then you also have this guy who's falling off his bicycle every 10 minutes to walk the <laughs> line between World War Three and peace. This guy is the guy navigating the border between this breaking out to a much larger conflict that could very well result in, you know, God only knows, nuclear missiles flying over uh, ice caps. It's certainly uh, it's certainly in the stream of possibilities here if people like Joe Biden and Kamala Harris screw up a little bit. Do you think uh, the, the lady who's out here, we have veepthoughts.com where she's tripping over her words every 10 seconds. Vlad, uh, Joe Biden is overseas making speeches about how we have to remove Vladimir Putin uh, because he can't can no longer be in power, changing seemingly U.S. policy on the fly by mistake. If you are at all worried about the competence of the Biden administration, this has to be something you're concerned about because they could screw this up at any moment. And even if this was never the intent of Russia to get into a larger scale conflict with us. The people we have in control navigating these lines are not capable of doing it. So we are in in, in trouble just because our leadership is who our leadership is. I want to make a prediction that before this guy is out of office, and I think we've already faced it, I'll bet you we've already faced something close, um, we will have a Cuban Missile Crisis style crisis. We will it will it will hit to that level, whether we find out about it or not. I'm not sure. But I'll bet you we're going to hit because it's it. We're too weak. Na, 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 na.